You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, episode number 48, with Stacey Cotton. Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one Amazon best-selling book for small business and entrepreneurship. The good news is you can find this book in paperback and ebook form. And all you have to do is go to Amazon and type in brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. The subtitle is fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your business. And if you're listening to this after November, 2018, the book we're referencing today is the vibrant blue one that looks like a sapphire. Now that we have that out of the way, let's just dive into this really super cool meeting that we have. And I wanna say hi, rock stars in the business world. My name is Maggie Mongan. I am the anthology leader that means that I'm the one that had the brainchild and decided to invite folks to author in this really great book that we just mentioned. And today, we're honored to have Stacy Cott, a number one best-selling author, with us to talk about your business's performance. And she spends a lot of time talking about how to attract and engage people through their um, personality, through their headshot, through their personal branding. So we're going to have some fun, but we're going to start out at the very beginning of Stacy's journey. So I want to say welcome, Stacy. Glad to see you. Hi, Maggie. Thanks for having me today. Okay, everyone. Stacy's chapter is the fourth one titled, Why Your Headshot May Be a Turnoff and How to Turn It On. <laughs> I love that title. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy, you, you know, you're a pro at what you do. You are a brilliant practicing expert. There is no doubt in my mind. And, you know, full, full disclosure here, Stacy does my photos. <laughs> she so is really talented if she can make me look good. <laughs> okay, so, you know, Stacy, you have this gift. And it serves small business and entrepreneurs really well really, really well. But it's a different way of looking at themselves and their business. And I think that's really cool because, you know, our subtitle is Fresh Perspectives. And you definitely bring that forward. There's a new way of attracting and engaging people in this century. Right. And, um, you know, you meld two worlds together that most people don't think of, which is photography and business right and you know i'd like to start with something so basic in this conversation is why do you do what you do it's <laughs> so basic right <laughs> it's sort of well, you know it's funny when you think about it because it is a path that leads to what you do and you have to go back in time to think about like you know your how you grew up and all the little steps that you took along the way and the things that happened to you that make you who you are, right? Because it, it creates your, like, 
why do I feel so compelled to do this? You know, and you know, I, as I was growing up, my mom, she, she would never go out of the house without her hair, hair down her makeup on. And she had to, you know, pencil her eyebrows in cause she, she didn't have any. And, you know, she would never ever be seen, um, without that. She would never go out, you know, without that all And her, you know, her clothing always looked really nice. And so she always taught me that I had to look and be a certain way, but you know, part of you kind of rebels against that, of course, because, <laughs> you don't want to be like however your parents want you to be. Well, why would you want to do that? <laughs> no way. You're your own person. Well, right, exactly. And I think, you know, that kind of like, in a way, I didn't want to be like her, right? Because she was my mom. And, but my mom also had a lot of fashion magazines laying around. And my mom was always, you know, she liked things to look good. She liked to, you know, create really good food. She liked to decorate her house really nicely. So there would be like decorating magazines around and fashion magazines around because, you know, she liked clothing. And my mom liked beautiful things. And so everything that she created was very beautiful. All her, of her environment and everything was very beautiful. And um, so I think being surrounded by that, I always felt like things had to look a certain way. Okay. And I looked at a lot of the fashion magazines. I looked at the decorating magazines and I wanted to create those feelings as well. And I am definitely like my mother, I hate to admit it, but I love beautiful things. I like surrounding myself with beautiful things. Um, and I like quality versus quantity. Um, my mom had a little bit of a quantity issue, but <laughs> she liked a lot of beautiful things. <laughs> but, you but, know, I, I want to share. Oh, no, I'll wait. Keep going. Okay. Well, well, anyway, so, so really, but what happened to me is I think I became so into that. I was home alone a lot and I looked at the magazines and all of a sudden I got into this whole, like, I need to look a certain way, like these pictures in this magazine or like my mom wanted me to be. And I think um, that really created a, um, a false self-image self for me, a false image of, of who I was. Ah, okay. And, you know, and as I grew older, so I, I ended up going to cosmetology school and becoming a hair designer. Hey, I can make myself look good. I can make other people look good. But what I discovered in that process is that people always wanted what they don't have. You know, if they had straight hair, they want curly hair, whatever. So I, I started realizing that, you know what? Your hair is so beautiful the way it is. Why don't we just make it, you know, uh, accentuate what you have instead of trying to change it? Okay. So it became about, you know, what you naturally are versus what different, you know, what you want to be. And, and sometimes, you know, we have what we naturally are. We want something else and, and we can make that happen if, if we really want that. But um, I think who we really are and what we have to offer the world is what makes us awesome. And so, amen. you know, yeah, so amen. So, you know, being a hairstylist after a while, I kind of was like, you know, okay, I can make you look good the way you are, or I can make you look like somebody else. It's up to you, whatever you want. You know, you're paying me, right? <laughs> so I can do that. <laughs> which is interesting because you don't settle for that now but that's fascinating let's see here <laughs> but I mean I think people should be viewed as the individual who they are and how can we accentuate your value versus you know which does include what you look like because we are always judged by what we look like so I don't know I somehow I became passionate about making people look good with hair and makeup and then I went on to cosmetology uh, went on to you know 
my ad where I studied art and now I'm, you know, taking a person, you know, and making them look good in a picture. So before I did the hair and makeup, now I can still help you with your hair and makeup. You know, I don't do it for you, but I can help you make sure that it looks good. And now I want you to look good. However, in addition to that, looking good and fashionable and beautiful is one thing, but making yourself look like who you are is a little bit different. So, you know, to me, it's like, the, how can we express who you are in the picture in a way like, say, here we are sitting down together, Maggie, you and I, right? Uh -huh. um, you guys can't see us, but we can see each other because we're on a video conference call. And right. so we can see each other. And so I feel like I'm sitting in the room next to Maggie and it's like, we're eye to eye. And how can we create that eye to eye contact and that humanness and a little bit of who we are, your professionalism and, um, you know, your greatness in that picture. And that's, that's kind of what I became really passionate about doing. How can I make you still look really great, yeah. but say something as well? Say a little bit more than just, I look great, look at me. No, I'm connecting with you. I'm someone who is, you know, professional and good at what I do. Um, I'm likable, approachable, and, you know, I want to connect with you. And when, when people see that picture as that first impression, it's a way that they can connect. It's hard to explain with words. Uh, well, I think you did it really well. <laughs> because to me, when um, I, I grew up in a very different setting than you. And when I started coming across magazines like what you grew up with, yeah, I, I just always saw the people in the magazines <clears throat> and we are dating ourselves talking about magazines are we, hey they're still magazines i still look at magazines uh, yeah yeah but that was all we had right that's the difference but they all seemed like paper dolls to me whereas like just take this outfit off put it on that person standing in that pose because they're all the same it was very fake <clears throat> right and, and I didn't like that. Um, I, I I felt that it was definitely two dimensional, and therefore I couldn't relate to it. I grew yeah. up out in nature and everything you could touch and, yes. and you know be with. So I had a really different experience with that to the point that I didn't want to be what you wanted to be. Right. Right. You know, which is to be one of the, the many, you know, to right. fit into the masses. And, and I love that because you and I both come from a place where we definitely march to our own drum. Right. And we've, we've come from the exact opposite angles to get there. Right. And I, I just think that the, in this century, and that's the difference in my mind between how um you were influenced from last century to this century i think this century is all about individualizing oneself and <clears throat> to allow self-expression right instead of trying to become something now you know 
Does everyone still want to be a, um, a certain person? You know, do they have people they choose to emulate to? Sure. But yeah. it's the uniqueness that is becoming more commonplace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like people don't want to shop at the mall anymore. They want like unique things. They're buying things at Etsy instead of the mall, right? They're shopping online instead of going to the store. Yeah. No, the cookie cutter is going away. Right. Which I love. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> no more cookie cutter. But you know, it's funny because I was looking at the Wall Street, the, uh, I think it's the Wall Street Journal. They have a Sunday magazine and it's very fashion oriented usually. And the pictures of the people are often like these blank faces, you know, posing these poses that nobody would ever be standing in. And they're wearing <laughs> that fashiony, you know, this fat, high fashion stuff. And even though the high fashion is kind of unique now too, you know, like right. a lot of it's really very different. But uh, it's the expressions that I find very like, uh, uh, what's the word like blank? They're very oh. blank. There's no, it's like there is a huge lack of personality in those pictures, which I, th I thought is kind of interesting. So they're like mannequins then. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Oh, living mannequins. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the Hedy Lamar quote about something about standing, anyone can be a model, all you have to do is stand there and, and look stupid or something like that. Yes, you <laughs> and know, that's what makes me think of that. I, yeah, I just, um, I, I've known about Hedy Lamar for a long time, but I just saw a, a special on her. Did you? Documentary, yeah. Yeah, and, I watched that too. What, I watched and, that recently too. Yeah, so you know, really cool. Anyway, you're right. And that's that's what you do so differently through your process. You have a very unique process when you work with your clients to bring in a headshot. Um, because you're all about the personality. Yeah, I mean it's to me the headshot is really the connection and what you want people to know about you. And you know, you can only bring in a certain amount of personality into a headshot, I think, without <laughs> I mean, you know, because right. I always look at the headshot as the first impression. Either someone's going to swipe away from you or they're going to be like, oh, this person catched my attention for whatever reason. And, you know, it's not going to attract the attention of everybody because that's just how it is. But, you know, you want to try to bring your best stuff to that particular image, you know, that's going to draw people to you. So I always say confidence, approachability, and what else do you want people to know about you that we can try to emulate in this, this one time thing, you know, this one little piece that's going to be put everywhere that you are, you know, on all your social media profiles, on your LinkedIn profile, on your website. And then, you know, the other pictures are where more person, more personality can be added into because the first, the headshot's just the, the main attraction. That, right. first, that first, can you capture somebody with that? to get them to look at your other stuff to find out more about you. So, you know, it's hard to put too much personality into one shot, I think. It's like we have so many personality, you know, there's so much about us, right? Right. We're I don't think like that picture mean. says a thousand words. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, I don't think a headshot says a thousand words. Um. I don't think we would want a headshot to say a thousand words. No, you just want it to be the simplistic main idea, right? You know? 
right it's a connector it's a connector so how can you make a connection in that shot right it evokes something yeah you got to have a feeling that you know people have they look at it and they go wow i feel confident that that person can do a good job at whatever it is that they do right you know because they have a look of confidence and approachability and likability that makes a connection absolutely and then you look at their tagline oh okay that connect that's not disconnected that's connected okay i get what that person says they do this and they look like they do a good job at that right right there has to be that um congruency between what you're saying and how you appear how you appear right because you know how you look is a part of your whole identity right so it's it's as much of a part of your identity as your logo your tagline your website and all of those things but really it's your headshot is the first thing that people see and then if it's in alignment with everything else you know people get that people can feel that they get an emotional connection to that yes they do and i i find that very fascinating because i'm recalling um a former client of mine from about 10 years ago and she and i bumped into each other uh, maybe four years ago and i used to have long hair and then uh -huh. i got it cut very short and she said to me immediately oh my gosh that's a much better hairstyle for what you do that was her first comment wow. after we not seen each other all the years and i knew she meant it in a complimentary way right. and i took it as that but it was fascinating that to her, how my hair was before didn't fit with what I delivered. I would have never thought of that. Well, how old was that picture of you that you used to have with the longer hair? When is that from? Um, 2008. Okay. And you got it done in 2017. So well, right, but I had when I saw her, I had short hair. Yeah. Um, before that. Yeah, yeah. But the point was, yes, I had dropped like a hundred pounds. My, <laughs> you know, and my hair was totally different. So I did look like a different person, and it was because of you. It's just saying, Maggie, you know, you need to look like you. Well, you got to look like you because that's a disconnect if you don't look like you when people meet you in person. Right, they and you. you you nailed it and there's something really powerful that you do um you have another offering not just for headshots because a headshot is the main attraction but you also um help people brand their personality through other images that they can use uh in social media and promotion and all of that as right. well as your website right 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 so i think you know once you have your headshot there is also you know, a zillion other places that your pictures could be, right? You've got your social media um, posts, your marketing material, your, if you're an author or a speaker, you might have a page on your website, you have a, your about page on your website, your, um, your page on your website where people come to find out more about you, that your homepage, you may have um, other pages that, you know, show or tell a story of what you do, you know, talk about how you can help people. And so there's, you have a lot of opportunities to make multiple impressions on someone. So they get a feeling for who you are. And the more they feel like they can relate to you, 
along, obviously along with your, you know, your story, your, you know, all of your copy, um, that opportunity to relate with more pictures helps people get a better feeling for who you are. So it's important to have more than just one picture. And it's also important to keep updating you know, <laughs> yeah. so that your pictures become old and stagnant. You can't use the same marketing material over and over. And after a couple years, it's time for a new headshot. And, you know, you kind of got to keep changing that stuff up because you get old and you get stale. Right. And right. You got to keep moving with the times, just like how your copy changes as you grow and change as a business person. And, you know, as your web website gets updated and your social media posts change on a regular basis, you know, everything kind of evolves and changes. So your pictures need to change and evolve with you as well. Absolutely. Oh, excuse me. Absolutely. I think it's so important uh, what you just said for our small business owners to understand that we are, we are in a continuous state of flux. Totally. And <laughs> as, as our business is evolving, as we're evolving, you know, we do take care of things like content. We add different social media sites. All of a sudden we start moving more onto this platform than that platform. We're doing all that. But one of the things that I find very common, and it was true for myself until um, I met Stacy, was the fact that we forget about our images. You know, we can, if we're great at pulling in images for like blog posts and all that other stuff, we don't think of our own image. Right. Which, right. which is rather funny and sad all in one. And we don't like I, getting photographed. <laughs> you know, I, I admit this was me. I own that truth. Um, and that's why this fall, I'm about to go into a, a full business personality shoot with Stacy uh, because our a lot of businesses today are personal businesses right and people. people connect with people and people buy from people and people buy from people they like right so by sharing the fact that you do have these different flavors of who you are, maybe there's, there's not 31 flavors of who you are, like Baskin Robbins, but <laughs> maybe there's like 10 different um, flavors, personality right. that makes sense for your particular customer or client. Well, then those are the other things that you need to convey throughout the rest of your website, et cetera, like Stacy just said. So. Um, Take the time to really assess what's going on with how you're portraying yourself. Are you allowing people to connect with you at the full capacity that they could? And when I, when I say that, I'm talking about evoking a relationship through the images that you have of you. Right. I mean, yeah. like even bringing, you know, you can bring some of your personal stuff into it. Like, you know, I'd like to take some, I mean, I need to hire photographers too on a regular basis. And, and, you know, like I like to kayak, I could connect with someone on that level that I really love nature and like to be outside. And I have a dog, you know, and I have a child that won't let me photograph her. <laughs> <laughs> I like to garden. Right. And if it can relate somehow to my business and connect with someone else by showing them a little bit of who I am um, in my personal life too, that's another way for you to, you know, to connect with people. 
oftentimes when I meet somebody, they're like, oh, you know, oh, you like gardening too. Now we have something to talk about. Oh, you, you know, so, you know, you can carefully bring some of that into your business. It depends upon how much of your personal world you want to share. With I, other people. Because I, the pers your personal stuff is who you are just as much, you know, and so, so sometimes it's how do we bring some of those elements into, into your photo shoots and how can we make them relate to people, you know, personally, because that's how you connect when you have common interests. Oh, completely. I was at a lunch yesterday that somebody set up for me and it was um, really interesting. I met with a, a woman who was older than me and she looked rather conservative and she told me that she had a Harley Sportster. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, now we can talk. <laughs> I was talking about, you know, how we're writers and, and all this other stuff. And it just shifted the whole relationship. Right. And, and we walked away like we were best friends yeah, because we found that one thing. And then that one thing led to like three or four other things that we were really surprised because it's not common. Not, yeah. You know, all of those weren't common. Um, so it was, it was fascinating to me. <clears throat> the other thing that um, I want to share that you tapped on was you said you travel to go have your headshot done. And I, I think that's something that's really important for people to know is Go travel, get to the right photographer. And I'm saying this, Stacy isn't. Get to the right photographer that can pull the personality out of you and get it into images. Right. And it's worth the travel. Yeah, I think, um, you know, really, you got to find someone that relates to you, that you relate to. You know, like, I may not be the photographer for the 21-year-old skateboard sales you know, someone who designs these crazy cool skateboards, right? I may not be the right photographer for them. They may I not think really you would be, but that's another story. No, I, mean, I probably could do, I mean, I, I could probably do a great job, but they might not relate to me and feel comfortable with me. We may not have enough common commonality to work together. Enough a juice. Yeah, yeah, you know, and um, that doesn't mean it, that doesn't mean it would be bad, but it, I mean, we could meet and totally hit it off because I do have, happen to have a lot of young friends and, I can relate really well with young people. Um, but I think it's a matter of like, you know, your personality kind of has to meld with the photographer too. I mean, you gotta, A, you gotta like what they do. You, you know, they gotta ask you a lot of questions to find out more about you so that you get the feeling that they know, you know, they're gonna be able to capture you, right? And you wanna get to know them a little bit and, you know, uh, build rapport with them before you hire someone. I think that's really important. Cool, cool. Um... This is why Stacy does what she does. She gets all juiced up over this and you, you can hear her excitement coming. I just through. want people to look good and, and to express themselves, you know, and, and feel good about what, and feel good and confident about what they look like. Cause you know, you have to. You have to. You have to. Otherwise you're not going to use the pictures, right? If you don't feel good and confident about them. Exactly. And I hear a lot of people say that they have headshots, but they won't use them because they oh, yeah. don't like them. I hear that all the time. I bet you well, do. You're using that old headshot because I didn't like the one I got after that two years ago. <laughs> okay. So, listeners, we got to wrap this puppy up. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Stacy has many other podcasts in our um, podcast log there. So go look in the archives. If you want to know more about her, definitely go listen to those other podcasts. We talk, sometimes we talk about the same things, you know, because congruency is the key. Um, she is who she is. She does what she does. Yet, there are many differences between them. So if you need somebody that can really help you with a great headshot and express who you are to your marketplace, you need to listen to those and then reach out to Stacy. So I'm going to tell you in a moment how you can do that. Ah, but Stacy, what's the one last thing you want to share? Ah, <laughs> put me on the spot. I did, I did. <laughs> What do you want to share? Well, you, I think you said it though already is you want people to be able to feel comfortable and, and be pleased with how they're expressing themselves because that exudes confidence. Totally. And I think, you know, just take the time to uh, do a little research and pick a photographer that works for you. Good point. Do your research. Do Love your that. research. Yes. Okay. Listeners, you can learn more and engage with this number one best-selling author and pretty great photographer, Stacy Cott, by reading chapter four in the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, and gift your business's performance by accepting the invitation that Stacy is offering on her author's page at the end of her chapter. Plus, there's all sorts of social media handles for you to go check out what she's up to. She's pretty good at that image stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Maggie. <laughs> Far better than I am. <laughs> and, and then go ahead um, and check out our app, Brilliant Biz Book. All one word, Brilliant Biz Book. It's pretty cool. And we have an author page for Stacy, as well as an extra bonus. If you would go ahead and click on Ask an Expert, you would go right to Stacy and directly send her a message as to what you want to know, and she'll reply back to you. Won't you, Stacy? I will. Oh, cool. <laughs> so on the fly, coaching. Isn't that great from an expert? Stacy, thanks for the time and your wisdom sharing today. Oh, thank you for having me, Maggie. It was fun as usual. <laughs> yeah. we, we do appreciate your candor. You, you do make it fun. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you can learn more about how to create brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Shine brightly until next week.